Hello everyone out in Bulldog Nation. I am excited today because we have two of our own students here at Everman ISD. And basically we're going to focus on the pandemic. And basically what I would like to do is hear it from their eyes and how they have dealt with it. I have with me uh, Jose Torres, an eighth grader from Baxter Junior High and Helena Thompson, a sixth grader from Baxter Junior High. Before we begin, I would like each one of you to tell me a little bit about yourselves. Uh, yeah, my, like he said, my name is Jose Ramirez Torres and I go to Baxter Junior High. I'm an eighth grader and I like playing sports. I like soccer and I like food as well. We all do, don't we? Yes. <laughs> Ms. Helena? And hi, I'm Helena. Um, I'm a sixth grader. I go to Baxter Junior High, and I really like cheer. Wonderful. Wonderful as well. Well, as I mentioned, you know, today, I really would like to hear about how you have dealt with the pandemic. I want to see it from your lenses, from your eyes as a teenager as well. So I, I do have a few questions that I, I certainly would like to ask you. So, as I mentioned, I would like to view through your eyes how you have dealt with the pandemic. So please share with me your experience with the pandemic and how you have dealt with the constant changes. Elena? Um, it has really been a difficult process because when like when we go into school it's really hard like to go to PE and go to places where you have to really like have to have a really good place to breathe because the mask it's really hard to breathe through the mask um, all the constant changes where you have to wear two masks where you have to social distance where you can't uh, you, when you really can't hug like your your family members and it's really been a constant struggle for me because I'm really close to my grandparents. Mm. So that has certainly taken you through quite a bit of uh, unnormal changes yeah. then as well, as well. Would you like to expound on that, Jose? Yes, um, it's, it's quite difficult for not just me, but people around me and keeping, like she said, distance between ourselves. And we can't really like hug people our family members or go out to eat like without a mask or two. Um, uh, yeah, like she said. So, so basically we have experienced what we call something that's basically just unnormal in our society, haven't we as well? Yes. And not only in our society though, this has, is also across the entire nation. So can you imagine how other students may feel as well? Because school itself has changed completely. You know, how you walk down the hallways, um, how far you sit from your, your students in class, you know, how far you sit from someone in PE, you know, what you can and what you cannot do. And so those are normal, unnormal things that you guys don't deal with on a daily basis, right? Correct. Because teenagers love uh, being with each other, you yes. know, laughing and talking and joking. And when you do that, you, you know, you like to be together when you do that as well, right? Yes. yes. Exactly as well. So my next question is, 
What have you learned from this pandemic? Well, I've learned that you have to uh, value things more and how you waste them and how you use them as well because you might lose everything by accident and you won't like everything's not going to be there at once and um uh, so it, it really has opened your eyes up tremendously then yes right our, our parents have to go to work and provide food for us and sometimes before the pandemic pandemic we don't eat or like we don't want this and but now in the pandemic yeah. we're like yes we have to eat and we have to appreciate what they give us you take nothing for granted nowadays right yes sir it has really been a big eye-opener for you has it yes what about you helena same here i've learned that family is the most important thing to deal with and to slow down with your process because you can't just be rushing through everything right now you have to wait to go do things because there could be so long of lines or so long of this and that so you have to just you know you have to just slow down in your process yes exactly as well so let me ask you this then how did you help your family members throughout this pandemic? I stayed inside so my family can be safe because you never know if anybody can have it. Like, like same, you could just be sitting by uh, um, a student in your class and they could come down the next day with COVID and you never know anything about it. So I have to stay safe and I have to be precautious of my surroundings with people. Mm -hmm. So you had to be very cognitive of your decisions of who you hung around and how far you was with them because if you got sick you could take that back home correct correct exactly exactly things have really changed haven't they yes really as well what types of family discussions uh, have you had with your family about the pandemic jose um yes we well, my family, we had all a discussion about how we we were gonna we were gonna stop seeing each other for a while until you know it calmed down more. We could go eat, but you know wear a mask and everything. We could see each other, but like I said, we have to wear a mask and use sanitizer a lot. Uh, we would have like my mom. She she had went to the store and got wanted to get sanitizer but there was like none left because everybody took it mm -hmm. exactly what about you miss alina um family discussions that i have is how to be safe and keep your family safe um why we should keep in touch with our family members because like i said our family has gone into jeopardy because of covid um, and why education is important when we first started school it was virtual and it was really hard for people to keep up the grades because there were way too many distractions and we were and we were going through things at home and i think and i um and we said that we could um we could always help each other by like having family discussions and talking to each other. We have to be communi communicative with our family. Good, good. Now, what about your relatives who were out of state? Uh, did you find yourself maybe having like uh, Zoom meetings or Google Hangout meetings with them on, on, the, on your laptops and things? Yes. Did you? Yes. And how did that go? Well, it was my dad. It's not just the pandemic, but Recently, it's his, you know, his mom, his his dad, 
and they they talk very very like a lot you know they I have a baby brother and they want to see him they haven't seen him well they really haven't seen him because they never came to Texas here and you know they they have a f they FaceTime all the time my baby brother has his own phone now he's oh. about to be three and so yeah, the so the pandemic yeah. allowed your brother to um, for your parents to purchase a phone for him yes <laughs> <laughs> at three years old yes three. wow amazing <laughs> Amazing. What a lucky fellow, right? Yes. Exactly. Exactly. As it relates to your academic progress, okay, do you believe you have fallen behind academically? Name a few things that you've tried to do if you have fallen behind to stay caught up. Um, yes, I've fallen behind before while the pandemic and I tried to, you know, stay off my phone a lot when I was virtual. I, I turned off the TV, everything, and I focused more on, you know, the teachers paying more attention, doing my work, doing homework. And now that I'm in, in person, I try not to distract myself with the phone. I turn, I turn it off. I put it in my backpack. And, you know, just respect the teachers as well and help your partners out in the classroom. So do you think that it was more difficult for you uh, um, virtually? Yes, I agree. In what ways? Distractions. Distractions? We're talking home distractions? Yes. Okay, okay. What about you, Ms. Alina? Um, I do believe that the pandemic has sent me back on my academic process. I was failing a lot of my classes virtually, like I said, um, and it's really been a sh like it was a struggle coming back because you had to bring all of them up in, in a certain amount of time, and um, and I, like how I tried to stay focused, like how to, how I tried to stay focused was I was going to tutoring now that I'm in person, um, asking for extra work, and trying to have better organization because when you're at home you really don't have a lot of organization even though the school gave us laptops and they gave us everything that we needed it was still hard to stay organized because we were taking notes every day and we could like some of us we could we didn't have enough supplies because we thought that we, we were just going to be virtual and it came out to be that we just had that we could do virtual hybrid or in person and I was lucky enough to have parents work to say, you can go, you can go in person because it would help you. Um, but some of us, our parents, feel like it's safer, safer for us to stay home. Gotcha. So both of you felt that because you at one time participated in virtual uh, learning, that was more difficult for you because it was uh, very difficult to stay on task, I guess, because of too many disruptions as well? Yes. yes. And so now that you're back in person, have your grades gone back up? Yes. Definitely. So what do you contribute that to? Uh, well, the teacher talking to you, helping you out, it's not the same in, uh, like in the Chromebook. Uh, when you're in person, you know, she, she can walk up, to, walk up to you and, you know, just ask what you need for, what you need help in. And, you know, just raise your hand. Don't talk out loud. So you have that personal touch, that face-to-face -face contact yes. with your teacher on a daily basis, yeah, then, well, right? Yes. yes. Good, 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 good. If so, let's, let's take a look at this as well, too. What learning options, well, 
You know, we've already talked about that a little bit. Let's, let's expound on, on something else as well, okay? Do you believe the nation will recover and experience being normal again? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, because if you look at every other disease or virus or anything that has come down, that has come down in the history, um, you have seen that there there have come down with flu, um, flu the flu shot, um, everything else, because it has came down once it was deadly and it still is deadly, but there's not as many cases. But um, COVID, I feel like it's the same thing. It just takes a few years to develop. Like now, the governor has decided to put um, put us on the no mask policy, and I'm I feel okay with that, but I'm not that okay with it because still. You can never know, um, but uh, I f eventually I feel like it will come down to a point where we can be like, oh, it's okay to take our mask off. It's okay to be safe. Mm, okay, great answer there. What about you, Mr. Jose? Yes, I feel like the like the virus it would go away eventually, but I feel like people would be cautious about it as well, and some other people just wouldn't care but you have to be safe you have to wear masks you the same thing but i think it's gonna take like two or probably four years to go so it could go not go like permanent but not be that dangerous as it is as now you know this is probably something that either of you um would have even thought that you would have ever gone through no. as well you know um, but one thing that I can say though, is when you become old enough and grown to have your own kids and, and grandkids as well, there's a lot that you're going to be able to share with them, uh, about this time from your academic, uh, progress, uh, to how you've dealt with the pandemic. So I, I want to imagine when you become older and grown, what is it that you would say to your own kids or to your own grandkids about the pandemic? Um, I would, yes, I would tell them because it's history. I don't want them to grow up and be scared of it because um, they know, they probably will know that that there is a such thing as COVID and, they don't, and I don't want them to be scared and I want them to say, mama, I'm scared, I don't want, I don't want to have COVID because it's gonna kill me there's not going to be a huge chance that it's going to kill you or it's going to damage you but there is it but there is a chance that you might catch it and it probably won't be that deadly uh -huh. okay mr jose i would explain it to my kids as not to be scared it it was something that happened years ago if if i have my kids i would just tell them you know it was a hard time at the time you just have to take care of yourself be safe Watch your hands and et cetera. You have to take care of yourself and just take care of others as well. Uh, worry about the people around you and don't be don't be too unmature. Unmature. Mm -hmm. You know, you guys have really experienced history in the making. Yeah. Really, history in the making. This will actually be written in the history books as well too. And you guys are ones that have experienced this as well. So that is something, and that doesn't normally happen as well. No. Exactly, exactly as well. 
So let me ask you this on a more personal note. Have you had a family member that actually came down with COVID? And if so, how did you guys deal with it? Um, I have came, I have um, had a family member come down with COVID. There are actually two of them and I made sure that they were okay. I made sure that they were like, had everything that they needed. Um, I made sure that, that I um, that I social distanced from them. I made sure that I took extra precaution because I don't want to bring it home to my family members. Um, it was really traumatic because nobody was expecting it and um, ended up that I, that um, hurt they, um, their family member that they were close to, their spouse, um, came down with it too. Um, and I was like, oh no, it's not happening because that's two people that I'm close to that have actually came down with COVID. Mm. Um, ended up that I had to get tested for, for school. Um, it came down negative, of course. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I'm lucky to um, have my family members survive COVID-19. Good. Wonderful as well. What about you, Mr. Jose? Yes, I've had three people. Three? Actually, family members of mine that had COVID. We've dealt with it. Like, each person would be in their room. You know, we would provide for them. We would help them out. would make a group chat. Like, you know, what do you need? Or do you need anything? Do you need me to take care of your kids? I, I helped one of my family members taking care of the kids, you know, providing food with the, for them, bringing them food, you know, just taking care of them how you're supposed. It's your family member, and you just you have to be there for them, and they, they have to be there for you as well. Exactly, exactly. Dealing with the pandemic will be something we will never, ever forget ever so if you could just think back for a moment uh, since we had to deal with this what is it that you would say that you have really and I know we talked about what you've learned uh, earlier but what really have you yourself changed since going through the pandemic about yourself? I changed, uh, I have to work hard for the things I need and work hard for, to provide for my parents as well and taking care of my baby brother. He, he means a lot to me and I, I've been the only child for a really long time and since I had him, at first, I was like, "Oh, I have a baby brother," but now you're like, I I take care of him more. I spend time with him more. I take him to the park. You know, I just changed that about me. I want to take care of him now. I want to take care of my parents, my family members as well, too. Good. What about you, Miss Elena? Yeah, same here. Um, one of my family members, they have. Um, I've really learned to take care of them. Um, he lives in Austin, and I've really learned how to. FaceTime, the, FaceTime him every day because um, he's moved down there and there's nobody down here there and with him. There's no family members or anything down there with him. Um, and I've learned to take him and to um, take, it, take care of him more because I, I, I imagine not to, um, I, met, I could not imagine having my family member down there and, um, and just being down there. Like I cannot imagine me 
um, being the only one, me being in his situation, I cannot imagine um, being him because I know it's really lonely. I've been in that situation many times. I see that uh, this has really touched you uh, as well. I see that, uh, you know, you're shedding some tears and uh, the pandemic has had an effect on all of us as well. And it really has had an effect on you yes. uh, dealing with your family members as well. And so, and, and so this is what I, I'm trying to, to gather from you guys from your own eyes as well. Yes. How did you deal with the pandemic? And I can see it in both of you, you know, just through your facial expressions that this was a tremendous experience for both of you. Uh, you know, for adults, uh, you know, you know, we experience things a, a different way, but watching and listening to you guys as teenagers, it really had an effect on you, and it changed you as a human being as well, too. So do you think it has allowed you to even become a much better person in life? Yes. Uh, like I said, I've learned to take care of my stuff, clothes, food. I've actually... Uh, I've gotten a job now for to provide for my mom. Like I said, my baby brother, you know, I buy him clothes, shoes, everything. And now that I got a job, I could buy myself food. I could buy food for the house as well, provide to my grandma and my grandpa as well, everybody that I care about too. And it's just a nice feeling when you earn your money and, you know, just you're like, I could spend money on you, or I yeah. could buy my own food now. Right. What about you, Miss Helena? Um, I have, like him, I've learned how to, I have a job to take care of my family. I don't have a job job, right, but I right. learned how to take care of my family more. Um, I have matured um, because of what I've, I have necessities now. You have to do things with your your with your family because you can your family can all like always you can you always t- I used to take my family for Jeopardy because mm-hmm. like I'd call them every now and then but I don't call them every week like I call my I call my my family members almost every week because I need I need to stay in contact with them I need to know that, I need to know that they're okay because it's it's really scary like I don't want to ever imagine losing someone in my family because that's that's a hard that's a hard thing yeah you know as i mentioned earlier this this pandemic uh you know you don't take anything for granted now yeah everything is serious now as well you don't let a day go by uh without trying to be happy trying to do something for your family members as well or whatever it takes because we see life so much different now and sometimes it takes hard things to occur within our lives to get us to see life in a totally different way. Correct. I am so excited that both of you decided to join me uh, today because, again, I truly have a great respect uh, for both of you because I can now understand how you dealt with the pandemic and I can see it from your lenses and through your eyes as well in watching you the emotions, the emotions as well. Folks, I tell you, I, I do appreciate you. I am so proud that you guys are Everman ISD Bulldogs. Thank you for joining me on the Bulldog Nation podcast. Okay? I do appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank You're you. Welcome.